is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's your good friend, Scott. I've got good news and I've got bad news. The bad news is Bran is not with us today. It's my understanding he's on a garbage scow somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico, but I have good news. The good news is I picked up a hitchhiker on the way to the North Pole this morning, and it's good friend Alonzo Duraldi. Alonzo, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas, everybody. And Merry Christmas to you. I have been watching your Instagram, or Dave's Instagram, I don't know whose you consider it, and I've been noticing the tree and the decorations have been coming down. And I'll admit, it makes me a little bit sad. Oh, it makes me a lot sad. Believe me, I, that's why I'm I, I'm here today for purely therapeutic reasons. It's not to fill in for Bran. It's just because with the tree coming down, I, I needed just one last yummy taste of Christmas. And so <laughs> here, let's do it. Yeah, Dave seems a little bit excited about the stuff coming down. At least that was the undercurrent that I was getting in some of the posts. Well, I mean, you know, he's not he's not a Dan, you know, trying to right. bring it all down the second Christmas is over. The, the, <laughs> what Dave gets out of this part of it is he loves cleaning things and categorizing things. Oh. And so there's a wealth of that going on as we, you know, divvy up the ornaments and then make sure that they're wrapped up and in good shape and, you know, primed to be put back on the tree next year. So there, there's a lot of steps and he's a big fan of steps. I think Dave and my wife would get along very, very well from your description there. I have not taken down the indoor decorations. I did go outside and took down the outdoor decorations for two reasons. One, I like to keep my shame private so I can, you know, I, I, I can be Christmas crazy inside until the end of January. On the deal. And two, it was like 65 degrees or something in Denver. What? So I was taking down the stuff in shorts and a t-shirt. And it's a lot better to do that than it is when it's like 30 degrees and the wind is blowing. You'll be proud of me or Dave will be proud of me, though. I actually took the lights down in a specific order, put them in specific like plastic shopping bags. So I didn't just jam them all into one big nice. bin. Well done. And I even put little notes for myself about start this end on the street side because I had put my stuff up and then I had to take it down because I had to go in the wrong direction. I'm getting older and wiser, I guess. Well done. I'll tell you, you know, as we were putting lights away, I was kicking myself because all through the Christmas season, I should have been saving paper towel tubes oh, because they're yeah. really good for like looping, you know, yep. lights around, whether you go around the outside or through the middle, you know, to keep them from getting tangled up. Here's a just a, a free tip for you kids. I like that. As you're putting your things away or for to, to get ready for next year paper towel tubes really will make it less of a snarl when they all come back out of the bin again that's a pro tip from your uncle alonzo <laughs> right there hey let's dip into the mailbag and see what we got play that theme letters we get letters we get stacks and stacks of letters Okay, full disclosure, this email was sent on December 1st of last year. This is from Becky Hazen. She says, Hey guys, I just found your podcast recently through the DTH podcast. I've been enjoying the show, especially the silly jokes, Christmas trivia, and music. 
Uh, she goes on to say, yes, cutting down your own Christmas tree in a national forest is a real yeah. thing. Alonzo, I think we had a news story about this. No, I remember this. Yeah. Right about the time that she wrote in. I'm the one that's not timely here. This is a year-round Christmas podcast, Scott. It's, uh, time means nothing. This content is evergreen <laughs> in more ways than one. Um, <laughs> my family did it once when my brothers and I were kids in the late 60s. We lived in the Portland, Oregon area and got a permit to cut a tree in the Mount Hood National Forest. There was a lot of snow, but we didn't have to walk too far off the road to find a tree. The only problem was that those trees look smaller than they really are out there in the forest. We got our tree home only to find it was too tall for our ceilings. <laughs> so dad had to cut some of the bottom of the tree so it would fit. This was one of my most memorable Christmases since it was the only time we ever did this. It was a lot of fun for us kids trampsing around in the snow, but my mom really wasn't an outdoorsy person. So that's probably why we only did it once. Coincidentally, I did my entire career with the U.S. Forest Service. Oh, wow. I worked in human resources and I'm retired now. When I lived in Alaska early in my career, some friends who also worked for the Forest Service went out to cut a tree on National Forest land and brought one back for me, too. So I've had two wild Christmas trees in my life. Because they aren't pruned like the ones from tree farms, they're a bit more scraggly than those trees. But they're beautiful nevertheless once they're decorated. And they are fresh, fresh, fresh. And guess what, Bran? There is a national forest in Florida where you can get a permit to cut down a Christmas tree, the Ocala National Forest. Keep up the good work and Merry Christmas to you both. Thank you, Becky. I appreciate that email. That's amazing, Becky. And a, a couple of things of note here. A, I totally want to go do this because Dave and I will watch old movies on TV where people have these crazy asymmetrical from the wild trees and get very covetous because everything is so, you know, these trees are grown to be pyramid, you know, yeah. conical, whatever. And I, it's, it's not as, I don't know, I don't like it as much. The other thing, and you, you have to grill Brand about this when he gets back, uh, Daniel once gave him a hard time because apparently that happened to Brand where he brought a tree home that was too tall, but instead of cutting it from the bottom, Brand and apparently cut it from the top. <laughs> cut from the top. That's right. I remember that story. I know what you're saying about the look of the trees, because if you watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or A Christmas Story, mm. I've noticed this in both, neither of those trees have the traditional pyramid triangular shape. They're kind of wild and crazy. Yeah. And to me, as a person who has always had artificial trees, that's what we had growing up. I've had one real tree in my life and now we have cats, so forget oh, it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. It doesn't look like a Christmas tree to me. I completely understand this is a me problem, not a tree problem. Hey, you cover that thing with ornaments and lights and tinsel, it's going to look like a Christmas tree right. if, if it's not That's absolutely conical. right. Uh, I got an update on the reviews. We're still at 234, the same as last week, but Bran did use his magic to send me ah. one of the reviews here. It's a short and sweet one. It's from Penny Lisa, and it just says a five-star gift for the ears. Mm, short and sweet. Well, well said. Thank you, Penny Lisa. I do appreciate Appreciate that. And I've got breaking news. I just got an email from Bran. I guess cruise ships have Wi-Fi now, Alonzo. I guess. I The last time I went on one was like 2011, and it was, it depended on where in the ocean you were. <laughs> yeah, it was like 2005 was, or seven was the last time I did it, and there was no Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I haven't even listened to this yet. It's an audio update, oh, so oh. Let's, let's listen to it together and see what he had to say. Hello, my Christmas morning friends. It is Bran. I am high, on the high seas. I am in the, I guess this would be called the Caribbean. I don't really know. You can hear the wind a-blowing. You can hear the seas a-splashing. And I just want to say that I miss you, and I uh, will be back next week. But I know you're in good hands. Scott, Alonzo, they're going to keep take good care of you to bring the Christmas spirits up high 
here in January. Hope that you're doing well. Love you. Thank you so much for your support. And um, Merry Christmas. Well, there you go. I wow, hope that's, that's not good. the last thing we ever hear from him. I know it's a little stormy out there, so we'll have to see. Last there, known recording. There, yeah, there might be a, a permanent seat for a co-host here. I've got a joke for you, Alonzo. Oh, I was hoping so. And it's terrible. Are you ready? <laughs> I was figuring so. Okay. What do you call a messy reindeer? Uh, sloppy poppy? I don't know. No, it's a stain deer. Waka waka. Oh. Yeah, that's just awful. Wow. It's January, folks. Boy, howdy, is it? <laughs> Why don't we do the countdown? Joy to the world. 50 weeks until Christmas! Now, I like that you looked at our notes, and you did not say 350 days. Uh, well, I, y'all had a whole to-do about it last week, and, and I, I see both sides of this, but I just I figured Bran's not here, so I would do it your way. Yeah, I appreciate that. It is 350 that. days until Christmas. Yeah, 50 weeks. Even that sounds like a lot. I, did, I don't yeah. know at what point it's going to start sounding manageable to me, but 50 <laughs> is not it. No, no, no. It, it, it seems very distant. I have, however, already started looking at the calendar to realize that we have a late Thanksgiving this year. Oh, no. I hate it when there's a late Thanksgiving. Right? It's the worst because it means it, it really cuts on your, your between Thanksgiving and Christmas time, which is the real crunch time for everybody, even lunatics like us. That's my most productive time. You know, like uh, it becomes socially acceptable <laughs> to take out all the ornaments and, and do the things. And I don't know. I love that little weird grace period between Thanksgiving and December 1st. When is it this year? Like It's like the it's like as late as it can be, I think, uh, like the 27th, 27th, I think. something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, okay. like, uh, so we don't have a whole week is the point yeah basically so it just to start getting ready now you were 50 weeks out it's january be thinking ahead to that that thanksgiving christmas corridor it's going to be shorter than it's been the last couple years i do have good news on the shorter front though it's only 265 days until october 1st well hoopty do and dickery dock <laughs> you're channeling your dave there uh, we, we, should, we should have run that one by him why don't we do some news let's It's Wednesday, January 10th. How about some news? I like that. Who are are you, Mr. Elf, there? Uh, Docket. (laughs) Oh, okay, good, good. I I like that you broke with the tradition of making all rhyme with with, uh, Larry, so that's great. Alonzo, would you do us the honor of reading our Christmas news today? I would be delighted. Uh, This story comes to us from Pontiac, Michigan, where they report that a four-year-old Pontiac boy was devastated when his family car, with his Christmas presents inside, was stolen on Christmas Eve. But there's a happy ending. On Thursday, those presents were returned with the help of the Oakland County Sheriff's Office. On Christmas Eve, Zach Richards of Holland was visiting... It's uh, Holland, Michigan, not the country. Thank you. I'm assuming... Uh, was visiting his son, four-year-old Henry Richards, in Pontiac. He drove his 2019 Kia Sportage and parked it at Henry's mom's house near Telegraph Road. After spending a few minutes inside the family home, Zach Richards went outside to grab bags and boxes of presents for Henry, only to find the vehicle had been stolen. It's truly still hard to believe that it happened, said Richards. The car was then found Christmas Day less than half a mile away from the family residence in rough shape. The car had to be impounded for fingerprints and still no presents for Henry, but 
On Thursday, Henry's Luck Change and the Sheriff's Office notified the family that all the presents were still in the car. Woo! Quote, it's the best worst case scenario I've ever experienced, Zach Richard said. I think I used up all of my luck in this lifetime. Henry eagerly opened his presents on Thursday evening, thankful of the work of law enforcement for his delayed Christmas. Quoth the four-year-old, thank you, the police. <laughs> best Christmas ever. Thank you, the police. I love that. Boy, I'm glad that had a happy ending because that's a real bummer Whew. of a story. It's one oh, thing yeah. for an adult to have some kind of misfortune on Christmas, but for a kid, you only get a, a certain handful of them. So I'm glad sure. all's well that ends well, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that news story. I hope, well, I was going to say, I hope they're more cheery than that. It does have a happy ending, although it started off a little rough there. I wasn't sure where we were going with it, but, uh, you know, much like the jokes, it's slim pickings for stories and, and music in, in January. So we take what we can get. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and I'll go find TV Scotty so we can get some Christmas TV specials here on Christmas Morning. And we're back. Alonzo, I don't think I've ever done the and we're back before this. I'm all out of sorts here because TV Scott. Uh, this is TV Scotty, by the way, not the other guy. Yes, um, hi TV Scotty. No, yeah. well, we're we're upside down and backwards and just doing our best. So thank you for pitching in where it's necessary. I do have good news on the, the Christmas TV special front. They're starting to trickle in a little bit more. Last week was about as low as I've ever seen them. We had like mm. less than fifteen total. There isn't a whole lot, but there are a few here. So here are your Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days. Courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 9 a.m. on TV Land, MASH, Dear Sis. 10 a.m. on Sundance, The Andy Griffith Show, The Christmas Story. 2 p.m. on TNT, Supernatural, A Very Supernatural Christmas. 2 p.m. on Wii, NCIS, Silent Night. And 5 p.m. on TBS, The Big Bang Theory, The Bath Item Gift Hypothesis. Thursday, 1.30 a.m. on MTV2, The Deuce, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Deck the Halls. 10 a.m. on BET, Family Matters, Fa-la-la-la-la... 10 a.m. on TV Land, Bonanza, Gabriel. 8.30 p.m. on Logo, Mama's Family, Santa Mama. And 10.30 p.m. on MTV2, The Wayans Brothers, A Country Christmas. Friday, 10.30 a.m. on E, A Bad Mom's Christmas. 2 p.m. on CMT, The King of Queens, Baker's Doesn't. 3 p.m. on Bounce, In the Heat of the Night, Blessings. 7.30 p.m. on Comedy Central, The Office, Christmas Party. And 9 p.m. on USA, 911, The Christmas Spirit. Now to the weekend, Saturday, 1 a.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Better Camera. 2.30 p.m. on Decades, Happy Days, Guess Who's Coming to Christmas? I might actually watch that one. 3.30 p.m. on Logo, Married with Children, the episode is called Christmas. And finally, Sunday, 12.30 a.m. on MTV2, The Wayans Brothers, Psycho Santa. 4 p.m. on Cozy, Murdoch Mysteries, The Night Before Christmas. 4.30 a.m. on Decades, Happy Days, Guess Who's Coming to Christmas. 4.30 a.m. on Logo, Married with Children, The Worst Noel. 12.30 p.m. on Decades, Happy Days, Christmas Time. And 3 p.m. on Ovation, The Librarians, and The Christmas Thief. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Any of those catch your fancy, Alonzo? Well, you know, I have to say, luckily, and this is just uh, to give a little plug to our sister podcast, uh, Mondays on Deck the Hallmark, Bran and Dan and I are digging through all of the 2023 Christmas movies that weren't on Hallmark or Lifetime that we didn't get to in our sort of Deck the Netflix pre-Christmas thing. So I've got my work cut out for me as far as catching up on on Christmas viewing, and I hope uh, people will tune in for those. We've seen already uh, a really good one and a really terrible one. I don't know what it is. I actually enjoy those episodes on Monday more than I enjoyed the ones 
that were during the holiday season. Maybe it's because it's not hard to find a Christmas movie during the holiday season. It's just, you know, it's there. You're spoiled. Yes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches then. But now it's like, well, you take what you can get. And I am enjoying these kind of weird, not necessarily one-offs. I don't even know how to characterize them, but you also never really know what you're going to get. It's not like you're within the bounds of the Hallmark universe either, where there's like a natural ceiling to it. Yeah, there's a sense of consistency where you like you know how good yeah. or how bad yeah. they're going to get for the most part. But yeah, it's a, it's a real gamble with some of these. <laughs> yeah, it's it was fun. I listened to the one this week. It actually made me want to kind of check out those movies because it was a sequel. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody go check that out. Let's do the Christmas music battle. Oh, yes. And I've got good news. Alonzo brought a song today. So we actually have four songs, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but let's get to last week's results first. Old Lang Syne by Coop. That was brought to us by Bran. It got 47.1% of the vote. And Old Lang Syne by Luke LeMans got 52.9%. And obviously, I brought that one. So... That means I win that battle, and it was already decided that I had won the the season, the 2023 season. So that was the last right. song of the season. Now we're into and back to the real battles, the ones where listeners get to bring songs, and I love that. Clean slate. Yeah, we only got one listener submission this week, so thank you, Chris Kolpak. Otherwise, I'd be playing the song of shame. January, everybody. Yeah, January, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, because this is an original music battle that we do the second Wednesday of every month, I don't have a Christmas music trivia for that song, so I just brought a random one. And I'm sure you already know this one, Alonzo. In England, carols were sung in secret at one time as there was a ban on the celebration of Christmas. In 1644, an act of Parliament made carol singing illegal by the Puritans, who felt it was a frivolous practice very much against their beliefs. Thankfully, it was restored in 1660. Yeah, the, the Christmas being illegal, you know, we think of it as like it's a joke on uh, the, the, the Burgermeister Meisterburger. But no, no, no. Oliver Cromwell did it and the, the Puritans in the United States did it. So it has a history of being uh, banned by the actual church and then, you know, luckily restored later by everyone who loves it so much. For 16 years, there was no carol singing. I guess you couldn't turn on the medieval radio and, uh, <laughs> and hear it there. I don't know what that would be probably walk down to the corner how, and how, how would you do that whole love actually thing where you pretend it's <laughs> yeah, i don't know thankfully as of 1660 <laughs> they figured it out so i guess so all right so we've got four songs today alonzo thank you for bringing one as well so in no particular order the first song today is blues for santa by emma smith ain't gonna be lonely this christmas even though i never know Christmas Eve, he'll bring his loving, and I'll wrap myself in mistletoe. Ain't gonna go hungry this Christmas, I'll get my fill of Yuletide joy. Ain't gonna go hungry this Christmas, my baby serves the real McCoy. Not sure how I'd characterize that one, uh, but I liked it. 
Uh, we we were promised blues, and I think that, that that's a good categorization. Yeah, somewhere between blues and jazz vocal, which the line mm, is true. You know, hazy there anyway. So I liked yeah. that one. Uh, I, I, I like a good doom, 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 doom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the next song today, I'll Be Home for Christmas, If I Can Be There by the Oh Hellos. Oh, I'll be home for Christmas, but I can't stay long. Sure, I'll carol with the family. Maybe just one more song When it's done I know we'll start over A hundred times Yeah, Christmas never ends So maybe I'll be home for Christmas If I can be Who doesn't like a good finger-picked banjo for Christmas? <laughs> Indeed. And a very sort of, um, you know, that kind of neo-folk sound where it's like, it's both sort of sincere and in quotation marks at the same time. I don't know how to describe it exactly, the vocals. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's not full Appalachian there. No. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Now, now that I'm thinking about how to verbalize it, I don't know how to do it either. But I did like that one. I thought it was nice. Yeah, no. Oh, for sure. The next song today, this is a fun one. Kentucky Fried Christmas. Now crispy and golden, but sodden, golden, golden. A bit of fried chick from old Nick. The skin is still glistening. Greeted from the box by a kind of it concerns me that Santa might have thrown in the towel A box of grease bristle from old Chris Kringle The chicken is half-eaten Anointed with oils, not of the three kings kind Frankincense and myrtle that he had in mind Chips smeared with grime, he must have been out of time I hope that he's okay Santa, I hope that you're alright That song would have been perfect for Thanksgiving, too, where we had songs featuring <laughs> foods, but luckily Fruitcake won. Anything like a poultry-based carol. <laughs> Anything that mentions fried skin, good carol. And finally, we have It's Christmas Time, Let's Have Some Fun by Cyril Neville and the Neville Family. Lord knows 
Alonzo, I typically get very nervous when I'm looking on Bandcamp and the artist name includes family because usually <laughs> it's, oh, here's my three-year-old singing and we're just saving this for posterity or sharing it with the grandparents this way. I wasn't <laughs> expecting a funk song. Yeah, this is a this is family in the family stone sense. Oh, you're right. You're right. Very much so. <laughs> Four great songs today. Yeah. And, and they're all very different, which I really like. Sometimes, you know, Brandon and I will both bring some punk version, and then it's really hard to know <laughs> which way it's going to go because they sound so similar. This one, I couldn't tell you. You've got finger picking and finger licking. So it's a <laughs> If I could a lot vote for all of them, I would. So the link will be in the show notes. Go ahead and vote, vote, vote for us. Alonzo. I, wa- I really hoped that you were going to be able to bring a song for us, but then I realized that next week is instrumental. <laughs> so I, we could either call an audible and say instrumental will be the following week and you can pick from the backlog or you can say, no, go ahead with the instrumental. That way it's your choice either way. So what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'd say go ahead with the instrumental and, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you guys will come up with something fabulous. And, and if uh, Bran is, you know, on a tropical island somewhere, I will step up with one. If okay, be. great. <laughs> I sure do appreciate that one. So go to bandcamp.com, search for some instrumental Christmas music. Now that's a little harder to search for because... If you just type the word instrumental Christmas music, who knows what you're going to find. Typically, you have some saved and you can go to it and say, oh, I never submitted this one because it's instrumental and those typically don't win in non-instrumental weeks. So find something you like, copy the URL and send it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. We do have some songs in the backlog. I did put out the request for the backlog and Lee Hodo stepped up. Uh, So the songs in the backlog now are Donde Esta Santa Claus, Christmas Island, Mm -hmm. Holiday Road, Baby It's Cold Outside, Do You Hear What I Hear, and Underneath the Tree. And I went and vetted those at Bandcamp to make sure there were versions. They're all up for grabs in the future. So listeners, if one of those strikes your fancy, write in, let us know, and maybe we'll pick it earlier than later. But we'll get to all of these this year. Mm. Alonzo, thank you very much for stepping in for Bran while he's out cavorting with uh, (laughs) Andrew Walker and uh, Chris Palaha, and he's on a cruise and doing much more interesting things than I am today. Oh, well, it was truly my pleasure. I really did need just this little dose of of Xmas therapy in January. So thank you, and thanks to listeners for letting it happen. Great. And please let Dave know that there are only 350 days... Until Christmas, so oh, yeah, you know, like, why ticking. even bother taking the stuff down? You're just going to put it back up again, right? That's a, I've always subscribed to that, but it falls on deaf ears around here. I guess January is the most apt time to say it. Let me be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas, Alonzo, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 